Hello and welcome to the latest episode of That Weekly Penenka Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Whiting, and on today's episode, I'm joined by the YouTube sensation known as Blue Van Man, also known as Dave, to me and you. But uh, yeah, he's a big Leicester City fan, and we cover a wide range of topics including what position did he play when he was younger, his thoughts on grassroots football returning, and how Leicester City have been progressing in the Premier League. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and we'll be back with you in just a moment. Right, folks. I'm now joined with Dave, the uh, the blue van man. How are you today, Dave? I'm all right, mate. I like the uh, right folks at the beginning. <laughs> I've been meaning to do that for a while. I thought this was the the apt time to do it. Um, yeah. If you if you're not aware who Dave is, Dave is uh, the blue van man on YouTube, who's uh, built up quite a following for himself in the the last year. It really kicked off for you uh, going on True Geordie's podcast and uh, being featured, didn't it? Yeah, I suppose it's not bad, really, for a bloke in his 50s doing this game, is it? It's, uh, yeah, I mean, when I actually seen, uh, when I was actually on True News and like, I was getting all these messages coming through saying, you're on True News, and I'm going, June, what's, what's True News? What? <laughs> I don't know. So we had a lot, and there's some fat bloke eating a Five Guys. So... <laughs> That's that it, really. That's it. That's really where my life started to change. So, and now, now you're hitting 119 subscribers on YouTube. You've got 23,500 Twitter followers, and your most viewed video, which is the KFC popcorn chicken pizza one, has got 240,000 views. How, how does that make you feel? Um. I don't know really. Uh, I'm surprised that it's this. I'm actually surprised it's this big. Um, I think I think I'm actually about 40 subscribers off 120k. Okay. Um, yeah, it's. I, I don't know, mate. It's it's all it's it's great feeling. It really is good um, because there's so many people out there who do YouTube who actually want to be as big as I am and. It seems like I've achieved it all in three years, which is, is in a way, a bit embarrassing, you know, because I, I don't really put a lot of effort into it. I do put effort into it. I do a lot of research and I, I do plan things out. But a lot of people do all this editing and all this stuff and, like, the, you know, they can't seem to get the break that I've had. So, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm proud of it. But, I'm, I'm you know, bloody hell. <laughs> you, you might even say that it's lovely. <laughs> yeah, it is lovely. Yeah, uh, Dave. Dave has currently got his uh, lovely T-shirt on. Um, so, I'll, I'll put, yeah, he's got his merchandise. Uh, it was a limited run, so if you missed out, you missed out. Um, but there, there should be some more in the pipeline. Yeah, hopefully we've got with this. Um, there's a bloke been in touch with me and Elliot, or he's going to be in touch with Elliot, and we'll we'll see what we can do. It's. Um, I suppose people are a bit tight for money at the moment with what's happening, so uh, we'll see. Yeah, so as well as being a YouTuber, you're also a massive Leicester City fan. Um, you've got your YouTube show, For Fuck's Sake. Um, yeah, which, play on uh, words, play on words. Yeah. You have to be a little bit careful saying out loud. <laughs> um, yeah. But 
that's that's also been really successful. Leicester have had a, a really up and down season, haven't they? They have. Um, I'll, I'll just say now. I mean, um, back in the day, in the eighties and the nineties, I was a big Leicester fan. I, I followed them home and away, season ticket holder. Uh, spent a complete fortune on them, um, and then. Uh, me and June got together and you know it's like uh, you, you have to start taking priorities in what you spend money on so I, I stopped going down the King Power uh, a couple of years after they moved there uh, I went down with my dad a few times so uh, but now the, the child Ginger uh, she's actually got into football so it's enabled me to go back down and to walk back down towards the ground and the fans singing and the, the hot dogs and the atmosphere and the away fans banging on the window trying to scare you as they drive by on the bus. It's, uh, it's great. So, um, yeah, it's great to uh, be a Leicester fan at the moment in time. Um, it's a bit disappointing at the moment. I mean, obviously, you being a canary, you're, you're well, you know, I bet how much would you swap to be in our situation where I'm moaning that we're in the top oh, four? Yeah, well... I saw I saw your rant the other day about the uh, the Bournemouth loss, and I was yeah, sitting there I didn't being like, about the match, did I? No, <laughs> no, I was sitting there and just being like, at least at least he didn't lose four yeah. 0 against West Ham. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do feel a bit. You know, Leicester are very fortunate. We've got tremendous owners. You know, we've just had a, uh, the, the building, the new training ground. Apparently, it's going to be one of the best in the world. Not Europe, but one of the best in the world. They spent an absolute fortune on it. It cost them a fortune to move all the newts that they'd found up there, because they were a, protect, a protected species. Yeah. It cost an absolute fortune to move them, right? Uh, and the, it's amazing. You know, you, it's on YouTube. These people have been flying drones over it. Uh, you know, they're extend, extending the ground to over 40,000. You know, so you know, I am. I feel a bit bad that I'm. I'm moaning, but when Leicester have had such a good season, and it just seems just before Christmas, uh, when we had the one-all draw with you lot, when Madison were like playing with his mates, kind of thing. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you play with nobody. You know, and like you're thinking, Madison, put your foot in, win the ball, and do your job. You know, do what you're supposed to do instead of poncing around. From then. That is when it started to go downhill for Leicester. You guys started it. So. Well, I don't really want to take credit for it. Um, <laughs> but uh, that, I, I remember watching the game. And, um, yeah, obviously, we, we drew 1-1 one, one, one against you. We, we also beat you. Um, yeah. Season. But that home match, it was, uh, it was like Madison was kind of doing damage limitation against us. Yeah, well. They, he, he, thinks, he thinks that we can't see it. And that's my biggest gripe with Madison at the moment. We want leaders and people who are going to do a job for Leicester. We want somebody like a Roy Keane or a Patrick Vieira. You know what yeah. I mean? And if he's supposed to be as good as he is, I mean, I'm not knocking his ability, but he's just not doing it. So I, I think... In regards to Madison, technically he's world class. He's yes. one of the the most technical young yes. players that I've seen. Um, mentality at times might be lacking. Um, yeah. But you, you you said about Roy Keane and Vieira. I don't I don't know how many of those players are left. No, there ain't there ain't many at all, is there? The, and apart from that, VAR and everything is just 
taking that kind of player out of the game. I used to, I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't want people going in and breaking people's legs and all that kind of thing. But I want somebody to like, you know, if somebody's marking Madison or Grealish, I want them to know that my midfield general is there and he is not going to let them play. Oh, it's a, it's the classic, true. it's the classic Sunday league shout when you kick off. Let let them know you're there. Yeah, yeah. and uh, let them know they're there. That's exactly that's exactly one of the reasons why we didn't succeed this season. Yeah. We were just too weak, too timid, um, and yeah, we we didn't have a plan B. Norwich didn't, and it really showed. Um, yeah, but Le- Leicester obviously they are sitting in a, a Champions League spot. It is now a little bit tougher than perhaps Leicester fans anticipated with the Manchester City ban yeah. being overturned. To be, to be fair, even if that Man City ban did happen, what I personally think is they should have said, right, the top three, there's only three teams that go through. I don't, I don't want to finish fifth and then uh, get through that way. It's top four or nothing. I don't, I don't want charity. So... Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we spoke upon, upon Madison. Norwich and uh, Leicester have had quite a few links over the years. Obviously, now you've also got Ryan Bennett playing for you. Yeah. Uh, that was quite a yeah, surprising... Loan. Yeah, on loan from uh, Wolves. That was quite a surprising signing. Um, what, what was your thoughts on, on Leicester bringing in Bennett? I was a little bit shocked. I wondered why, you know, we actually... I mean, I can't understand for the life of me why we didn't actually go out and buy somebody. You know, just on loan kind of thing like that. And although I think Bennett's a good player, I would have thought we could have gone and got somebody more, you know, wanted, that we wanted for that thing. But Bennett came on the other day. Um, I can't remember what game it were. Uh, he were. I thought he were absolutely brilliant. He was outstanding. I think, was it the Arsenal game? Yeah. I can't remember. He came on at about the 30th minute, didn't he? He came on quite early. Yeah. Was it at half-time? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chilwell, weren't it? He went off. Yeah. About, up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know when, when he played for Norwich, there was the potential there, but he never hit that kind of next gear. He yeah. did have a really good game for you, for you guys. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rodgers has got this thing where he can see a, something in a player and bring it out. I wish he could do it to um, Salami, uh, Salami at um, Leicester, where he's, they've just chucked him out on loan all the while. You know, he's a big bruiser, isn't it? And sometimes Leicester just need that chance when to hit the ball long and let somebody hold it up and guard it. But Salami, they just can't seem to... I don't know. I, I thought when he signed him, I thought that would be... When we signed him originally from uh, some place in Portugal, I can't remember. Uh, my memory's going, mate. It's oh, um, uh, I thought it was a good signing. So, because he he was a, a fair chunk of change as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was. He weren't a massive amount. Of no, and, and he's, he's. I just can't believe how many clubs he's been out on loan. I would just just play him. Let's get him in the team, and he can't be no worse than what's happening at the moment. I mean, Rogers has turned Ian Acho around, isn't it? Yeah. And he's, you know what I mean? I mean, all right, he scored the other day with the ball and it hit him in the face, but it was there to score. So. Well, Ian Acho, he it just looks like he's playing with more confidence now, doesn't it? For for you yeah, guys. Yeah. And so yeah, Rogers has done something there, and it's um, it's good stuff. It is indeed. So yeah, you know, obviously you've had uh, Ryan Bennett, you've had Madison. Who 
done rather well for you. But uh, a former Norwich player who didn't didn't do quite as well was was Darren Eady when uh, he was back at Leicester. Um, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, it's just one of them things, and it sometimes you fit in and sometimes you don't, don't you? And uh, that's that's the way to, you know. I'd... Bless him, poor Darren. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, went, I, I, don't, I don't, you know what, it's one of them things where you, you, you take a gamble on a player, don't you, sometimes, it just don't work, so. No, yeah. so um, with, with the FA pretty much coming close to uh, announcing new guidelines for grassroots football with, uh, with the coronavirus, uh, I just kind of wanted to know a bit about your grassroots career. Um, were you a were you a footballer growing up? What position did you play? Because you you look like a a big centre half who's uh, a bit mean. Would kick him, get get a few cards. I um right. I ain't gonna make no bones about it. I was shit at football. Right. I was <laughs> you know when you you know when you get people and hello, here's the dog. Um, you know when you get people and like say, oh yeah, I had trials at Nottingham, and you say what? Crown Court or something like that. You, you know, I was never any good at football. I played for a North Leicestershire side called Salby Saints. Uh, I played a friendly and a Sunday league game and I broke my leg when I was about 19. And that was my career. You called, um, called it a day there. Video. Yeah, I called it a day. And then I went and played cricket and I was running across a car. Well, I ran a quick two turn and I thought, oh, that don't feel right. Uh, went back to the clubhouse, ran across the, across the car park to uh, go down the pub, and uh, my leg broke again. So I used to play up front for Salby Saints. Um, yes, I did run around. Yes, I did hit people quite hard. Um, I got quite a few warnings and bookings, but I was never any good. <laughs> if you could, uh, if you could obviously go back and compare yourself to a current player. How you played when back in the day? Who who would you say it was? Because originally, when when I said centre half, I was I was thinking Tony Adams and Martin Keogh. Um, I'd probably be more. Do you know what? I did actually play centre half at school, um, but one day uh, we were losing a game, and I went up front. Just you know how they used to put put Steve Walsh up front for Leicester. Well, anyway, I just went up front. And uh, I actually got a couple of goals in a few minutes. And uh, I quite like the feeling of scoring a goal. So I just carried on playing up front. So I can see what you mean with the um, Martin Cairn. But I think if you probably look at it, uh, I was probably more like Steve Claridge. Because I was a scruffy <laughs> bastard. And I ran around all over the place. And I, just, I was just a complete nuisance. The fact that I couldn't, I wasn't very good. Obviously, Steve Claridge was a lot uh, better than me. Um, yeah, I think if you're going to go like that, I'll probably say Steve Cash. With a bit of, um, oh, God, who's the tall bloke who played, used to play for Southampton, England and everybody else? Oh, Peter Crouch. Oh, Big Crouchy. gangly. Big yeah. gangly. I've never been, yeah, I was never, I've never always been this fat, you know. You know, I used to be quite <laughs> skinny as a kid. So I suppose a bit of Peter Crouch and uh, Steve Parrish. Oh, fair, yeah. I, I can see that now. Perhaps a bit of a target, man. Um, yeah, with a big grey, uh, with a big ginger head. So, <laughs> mate, I, as a as a ginger as well, um, I I was compared to Peter Crouch when I was younger. Um, as, as I was 
quite quite a tall kid. I did meet Crouchy once. Um, yeah. When, when he yeah he was playing for Stoke, had my photo taken um, with him. He's he's a good lad. That was also the the same time. I don't I don't know if you listened to Peter Crouch's podcast at all. I tried um, to catch him, but it's do you know what, mate? I've only got so many hours in a day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, recently they've been doing these bizarre photos of footballers. And um, there was one where this guy was having an ice cream, eating it, and had a photo of Roy Keane. And Roy Keane looked disgusted. Yeah. Well, anyway, there's a, there's a photo of me um, with Big Sam, Sam Allardyce, as he's mid-banana. Yeah. So uh, right. it's literally me and Sam Allardyce. And in the middle, there's this half-peeled, half-eaten banana in it. And um, Chris Stark, the host, said that it looks like um, Big Sam has just seen the end of all mankind. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of my, my claim to fame yeah. when it film. comes to, uh, to, to football. I'm, I'm a centre-back myself. Um, yeah. Centre-back and right-back. Do you play out from the back or can you play on the ball like Rio? Okay, so I'm... I'm quick, uh, but I'm not technically great. So, so you're better off in the hundred meters. Yeah, yeah. Give give me the sprint, and I'm fine. But um, yeah, apart from the sprint inside of it, I'm I'm not too good. So obviously, the FA are now trying to introduce grassroots football back in. Um, teams have been doing six-a-side training sessions, socially distanced. Um, do you think it's, it's too soon for general public football to be integrated? 11-a-side? Um, do you know what? I've got uh, the COVID thing. I don't know. I, I think it's deeper than what it is being told to us. I think, I think the government are trying... I don't know. There's, there's some... I don't think it's all cut and dry as this COVID thing. I think it goes a lot deeper. I think to, um, I, yeah, I'd say bring them back. Bring the kids back. Let them, let's, let's try and get back to some kind of normality. Um, the kids need football. They, they still need uh, to exercise. They still need to escape from whatever's happening in their lives. Football's that, you know, football's their escape for a lot of people. You know, football, rugby, tennis, swimming, it's all there. Kids need to be doing it. If they're not, they're going to... It's going to seriously mentally disturb them that they cannot get out and develop and the bodies grow. So I think they've got to start something. You, you can't just keep kids locked up. Now, I mean, I went curries the other day and uh, there was a woman taking her vacuum cleaner back and she got three kids with her. And they were just running around all over the place, touching the phones, touching the tablets, everything. Anything that had got a button on it, they, was, they were touching it. So yeah. get them back playing football. If, if, if she's not that worried about her kids running around doing whatever, get on back playing football, get on back playing rugby and everything. You know, it's, you know, obviously take precautions, obviously be respectful for others and get your hand sanitizer. But you see, using all this hand sanitizer, we're all, we're, we're not going to build up an immune system. Yeah. To stuff. We're all going to weaken our own immune system. So, yeah, get the kids back playing football. Just be careful, think about it. But, you know, Let's get on back. And in, in regards to the Premier League and the professional side, obviously that's been back for quite a while now. Um, how, how have you found that? Because I found it 
very sterile. It's it's kind of hard yeah. to get behind. Um, it, it, it does feel very forced. I think the the professional yeah. football at the moment. Um, yeah, totally agree. I, I've been watching it, and apart apart from the Leicester games, because of the box sake, I've been struggling to actually watch it because there doesn't seem to be anything there. There's I think they've had to finish the season. They've had to finish the season, right? Because if they weren't going to be finishing it, there'd have been lawsuits from Manchester United and whoever. I'm not, you know, football's a big money game. And Manchester United need Champions League football to pay off all these debts that the Glaziers have got against the club. They need it. And they need to buy players. I mean, they spent a fortune on Harry Maguire, you know, so they can obviously waste money, but they need to make money. So they had to finish this season. But it is, it is being, it, it, it's not right, is it? No, I mean, you know what? I've been watching some of the games and I'm just like, why am I watching this? Yeah. You're looking yeah. at it and it's like, I know, especially with, with Norwich, obviously, we came back, we scored one goal in the Premier League since, yeah. since it resumed. And, I'm watching this and I'm just thinking half the players, half the teams aren't fit. If you're a professional yeah. footballer, I don't, I don't care. You're getting paid a big chunk of money. No matter what team you're in, you're still getting yeah. more than what normal people get possibly in a, in a year and yeah. um, in, in a week. And um, it's like, how do, you, how do you not see that you should be keeping yourself fit? throughout yeah. that stage yeah i mean players like Grealish and a few others who, who abused the lockdown they went out to parties i mean didn't Grealish crash his car his range rover when it was yeah. supposed to be in lockdown i mean what the, what's it about you know and it, people look up to footballers like Grealish like Madison like uh Soyuncu, like Vardy and uh all the Liverpool what and all that and if they see them doing it, be like Dominic Cummings. If they see him them doing it, why the hell shouldn't we? Yeah. So it's it's there. Oh, I just had a coffin fit then. <laughs> I'll edit that out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that, was... that will be I'd leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> that that was mistake pie. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, right, where were we? Um yeah, we we were Premier talking League. Premier League. Forced. Yeah, 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 it's felt felt very forced and um I just haven't haven't been able to get back in into it. I've no, been I, trying, I, yeah. trying to I'm watch struggling. it for the uh for the podcast and stuff and it's just been like it's getting getting a bit tough now. Yeah, it is. All right, the sooner it's the sooner the season's over the better. I mean even me like BVM talks the championship. Um, I'm, I'm watching games. To be fair, I'm actually enjoying the championship more than the Premier League. Okay. Watching bits and bobs of that. So, um, yeah. But it is. It's, it's so mind-numbingly dull at the moment. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, um, also, for Leicester, they, they had a really good start to the season and they did tail off. Um, Jamie Vardy had a really good November, October. So good, um, so much so that he won the Barclays Premier League Player of the Month. 
And uh, he sure did. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what 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 happened there, Dave? I'll tell you what happened. It nearly didn't happen. Okay. Because what? Um, I mean, Elliot Hackney's my. He, he looks after me, right? I mean, he, he's connected with True Jordan, and um, when my channel started to grow, Elliot got in touch with me and he said, "Look, do you need help with this?" And I went. I says to June, and June says, "Yeah, I think you better because." Anybody who did an offer of a deal or something, no matter how small, I would go, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it, trying to help everybody out like, like I do. Uh, well, anyway, Elliot looks after things. And anyway, I was sitting here watching Poirot or something one night, and um, he said, he phoned me up and he says, uh, do you want to meet Jamie Vardy? I says, kind of a stupid fucking question is that? <laughs> he says, well, um, we've had an email uh, from EA Sports do you want to present the trophy to him? I went, yeah, why? She says, right, well, you've got to be there this Thursday, nine o'clock at Leicester's training ground. I'm going, bloody, yeah, all right, cool, yeah, I can do that. And he says, by the way, it never nearly happens. Well, what are you on about? He says, well, I just happened to look in your spam folder, and it's there, the, the email is there. It got sent to me spam folder. Bloody hell. Because obviously EA Sports or something, and the, the, the stupid computer thought it was spam. Yeah. Elliot found it, so... He sent the email quick and that rip sorted. So you, you turned up at Leicester's training ground. What what happened from there? Um, well, I just got, I went in, um, I rolled up at the security gate, uh, told them who I were, and they went, yeah, but you're in a van. I went, yeah, I know. <laughs> my, name's, Jamie <laughs> my name's yeah, Blue Batman, Batman, mate. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, he says, oh, all right. So I showed him all the paperwork. They let me in and they parked me right as far as away as they could from the bloody training ground. Right. So I had to walk all the way down. I think they thought I was taking the mick. Oh, uh, I walked they, down. And, they probably thought you well, might have been on the nick with your van there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, I went in and uh, sat in reception and I waited. Then the bloke who from EA Sports, he turned up. Um, he was a decent bloke, and there was another bloke there who was in charge of the photographer, and uh, he was a bit like Jeremy Clarkson. I don't know why I said that, but he was. Um, <laughs> and then uh, we sat there talking, and all these players, and like Brendan Rogers had walked by me, and I'm thinking, oh God, I've got to ask him for a photo. And I'm thinking, oh, I can't, can't, can I, can I? Yes, I can. No, I didn't. Anyway, I didn't. Uh, and then the next thing is, um, they're planning all the place where to have the photo because it's absolutely chucking it down. They wanted to do it outside, but they couldn't. So they did it in reception. And um, Jamie came in and um, he, would, he was just like a normal bloke. It was, um, you know, because like, I, I guess some players are up their own backsides, isn't they? And again, at the big I am. And uh, Jamie wasn't. He was just like one of my mates, you know. Hey, mate, you're all right, big lad. And like, I thought, how do you know my nickname's big lad? <laughs> and uh, it's like, it just, you know, and it's like, and that were it. And it was um, an amazing time. Absolutely brilliant. And I never, ever thought, because like I said earlier on, there's bigger and better Leicester fans than me. Back in the day, then, yeah, I'd say, yeah, I'd, I'd do it. But there's people who have been going Leicester for years and years and years. They've spent a lot of money going to the club. And I was just very fortunate that I've got something that, um, EA Sports needed, so that were it, yeah. 
did you did you get any mementos? Obviously, you had the photo with uh, with Jamie. Did they give you like a, a shirt or anything? Did they give you like? I've a... got. They gave me. Uh, I had two signed shirts, um, only medium size. Uh, you know, like the FIFA card that you get with all the statistics on. Yeah, yeah. So, well, they've done an in like I've got two enlarged ones of those. Um, he signed my own personal book that's up there, and. Uh, yeah, that right. But it, the, the one of the best things were the uh, EA Sports bloke says, uh, "Do you play? Do you play FIFA? You know the EA Sports game." Yeah. And he went, "Well, yeah, I play it, but not that much." He says, "Oh, why is that then?" He says, "Because I play the game. I yeah. play. I play. I mean, why would I want to play it on a computer game when it actually plays the game that most of us only dream of playing?" So uh, he says, "I normally play Medal uh, Call of Duty." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I suppose as well with him, his life is football. So when he goes home, he wants to disconnect yeah. from that. That's what he said, yeah. He says, I play Call of Duty because it's a shoot-em-up and I can release tension. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but it was, Jamie God, he was just like meeting one of your mates down the pub. He was not big-headed. He wasn't giving it the big I am. He, he spoke to me and not at me, you know what I mean? He actually shook me on before anything, you know, it weren't like a staged... Thing. He just what? Oh, you'll give me the trophy then, are you mate? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, nice to meet you, big lad, and all that kind of thing. And it was just, he, he was just a decent chap. So. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, it must have been a quite a surreal experience for you happening yeah. so, so quickly. Um, so, what what do you think the the future holds for Leicester? Well. I mean, I'm on all the Twitter pages and all that for Leicester fans and that. There's a few calling for Brendan Rodgers to be sacked, and that is just absolutely stupid. The bloke's only been in the job, what, just over a year. You know, Leicester have overachieved in theory. Um, You know, I suppose in theory as well, we're fortunate that Spurs have been useless. Man United have been useless, but they're catching up uh, with the help of VAR. Arsenal haven't been that good. You know what I mean? Um, so you take those three teams out and Leicester's replaced them uh, and Chelsea haven't been that good, you know, but I think Chelsea are becoming better. Um, then you take Spurs, Arsenal and uh, Man United out, then I'd have thought Leicester would have been there around, you know, eighth, seventh mark. But we've, we've done really well. So, um, like I say, they've got plans to extend the ground. We're not, you know, I mean, we've got the fifth or sixth richest owners in the Premier League. So we're not short of money. You know, we can we can compete. And if a team, if a club wants to buy our best players, you're going to pay for them. We're not, we haven't got to sell anybody for under price. You know, yeah. that's what it's about now. Leicester are no longer a selling club unless they want to sell that player. At, I mean, Maguire for 80 million. Really? Well, I was going to bring this up. I think you've got a better player in Saluncu um, yeah. than than Maguire, and he. I, I don't know how much he cost, but I'm guessing it. it I'm guessing it was, it was damn lot less than eighty million. Yeah, yeah. But the best thing is, we had him last year. We had him last year, ready for this. This, like with all these Leicester fans last year when they sold Maguire, right? Who are we getting? Who are we getting? Blah blah. Dalt from Brighton, uh, somebody else from some other godforsaken place. 
And like, and I'm, I'm, we're talking to him, mates, and I'm going, but we've already got a defender. He's sitting there, so he aren't you? He's waiting. He's waiting to come in. This yeah. was planned. We didn't need to go and buy him. We didn't need to panic. It was just bloody Sky Sports pumping all the pressure up, like they do milking a story, and there was no need. So, you, you, you've been quite fortunate that you've been able to even replace the players that you have sold for decent amounts. Um, perhaps the only one that hasn't really been replaced to the, the full level is Mares. Um, Kante, you've, yeah. you've, you've replaced with Ndidi, who seems to be getting better and better as he ages. Um, but for me, perhaps it's Mares, that, that player that... Um, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the thing with Leicester, when we won the league, uh, we counter-attacked. We, we, you know, we got the ball and we'd gone. I mean, the goal that Vardy scored against Liverpool at home when he hit it outside the box. You know, what a goal. And it was Mares that just pumped it down to him. It wasn't a long ball. It wasn't a clearance. That was a pass. Yeah. And Vardy, they, them pair knew what they were doing at that time. Everything in the, in the world, in the universe, lined up for Leicester to win the league that year. You know, the fact that Man City were rubbish and Arsenal were no good and Spurs blew it, you know, Spurs came second, in, uh, Spurs came third in the two-horse race. Everything just fell into line for Leicester City that year. And um, when we got Madison, I was hoping he was going to replace Mares. Not to the extent that Mares was, you know, super world-class at that season. But Madison hasn't lived up to Mares' boots, you know, he's... He, that's the problem that we haven't got anybody who can release players and set them free. So. When uh, obviously when Leicester did win the league, did it did it take a, a little while for it all to sink in? Because I I remember Leicester were like really really far outsiders. If anything, they were tipped to be kind of in a, a relegation battle, and uh, at, oh, at the yeah. bottom, it, yeah, bottom of the well, table. It? it was going to be that again. It was going to be that again, weren't it? Leicester fighting for the relegation. Um, well, the thing is, when we won the league, I only actually watched one Leicester game live because I was working stupid shifts. And what you do is I'd catch it up on Sky Sports later on or Match of the Day or whatever. First three games, I didn't know the score till the end of the game. Obviously, everybody knows the score at the end of the game, but I didn't know because I was working. So I didn't listen to uh, the match report or anything like that. Excuse me. So I didn't know. And anyway, it started to build this thing up where if I didn't know the result or didn't listen to the game, we were winning. So I never actually, I only actually watched one bloody game live <laughs> all season. That was Liverpool away because I was around my bloody brother-in-laws and he wanted to watch it and we lost. And that just cemented it even more that, I can't watch them. I can't watch Leicester. This is going to be bad luck. If I watch Leicester, we're going to lose. If I know you, the score, we're going to lose. You know what you've got to do next season then? <laughs> just, just no, no more for fuck's sake. Just, uh, yeah. yeah, catch the highlights and just don't comment. You might win the league I again. Know. But the thing is now, people know what they want me to comment during the game on Twitter. And they're yeah. all like, like, the opposition fans, they all come back and give me abuse, which is, you know, they don't abuse me. They like take the piss. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, that season I never actually watched the game. And when we did, when I did watch it, we lost. So I, and that just, right, I'm not watching anymore. I can't, I don't really need to know the score. 
So I'd miss all my breaks at work when I worked on a Saturday so I wouldn't get the result. <laughs> so we've spoken about what's next for Leicester. What is next for you? What, what's your next venture? What's your goal? Obviously, YouTube has been, has been huge for you. You've, you've started hitting. You were on KSI's video the other day. Um, yeah, I got on the e-boys yesterday, weren't I? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're everywhere at the minute. Um, like dog shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, 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 where do you see, where do you see your your head? And have you got any projects that you're about to start that you want to uh, put feelers out what, there? What we got planned, June? June's sitting over there. More of the same. More of the same. It's uh, it ain't broke, so I'm not going to fix it. Um, we have got little ideas. We we. Um, I don't know if you've seen that we've done like a couple of day trips out. To, we went to Mablethorpe, um, we went to Stamford, and I went to uh, Bosworth. And um, the thing is, I get a lot of people saying, oh, I do love that when you go out to other places. Because I can't get out or stuff like that, it's great to see. So that is something I've always wanted to do where um, I'll drive you know, I mean, I've been doing videos with Chris. You've you seen the videos with Chris when I went around his house. and Yeah. Uh, me and Chris have got a little uh, something lined up. We're going to go and... Because uh, Chris never eats fast food. He will not eat a burger from McDonald's or anything like that. So we're going to go to uh, Burger King. And we're going to let Chris review a Burger King because he's never had a Burger King. Because he's like buffed and he, he watches what he eats he's ultra so, lean and yeah, yeah so me and chris are going to do a, a couple of them uh we do want to go around the country and just like we're going to camp in a tent and stuff in with you and just do that kind of thing uh, but i'll carry on with the beer garden because um people seem to like that yeah that, yeah, that was something i was going to allude to that that's kind of been yeah. like a for me, your YouTube channel is um, it's honest and it, it, it's just you. It, there's no bullshit there. There's nothing, no persona. It's just, I'm here. This is what I think about it. You know, you, you've got yeah. a many a rants about McDonald's not seasoning their burgers. Um, <laughs> and for me, it's just like you see so many people on YouTube who are, like you said, just edit everything and just they they sit there and it's like they're rehearsing. Whereas you, it's like it comes naturally. And you've built a community around around yourself and you've kind of made everyone feel connected with your friends and family by bringing people in. It's like Ginger's a character um, that who no one's ever seen. Yeah, so I've never, I've never seen June. June is always just a little voice in the corner for June, me. June, there, come here, June. Come say hello. I, I don't want to ruin. No, she has been on videos. I was on the last live. She was on the last live. I did. Hello. So. Hello. <laughs> I must have missed that one. <laughs> yeah, she comes on now and again. Um, I, 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 I do the lives with her to keep yeah, me in she, check. Yeah, she does the lives. Um. Did you, you know uh, Minder with Arthur Daly and Dennis Waterman? Yeah. Right? And, uh, yeah. And you never, ever seen Arthur Daly's missus, did you? No. He always just referred to as her indoors. And that's how I wanted June to be, um, her indoors. 
you'd, or, you'd hear about her, you'd probably hear her, but you'd never see her. And then anyway, what happened? You come on one day. Oh, you said hello to Drew, didn't you? Yeah. We've got a friend in America called uh, Dutch Creek Cabin. And uh, it's funny anyway, now. We, we, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, it's very true, really, but it's Dutch Creek Cabin, and he's just a lad in the sticks living a very simple life. And yeah, he's a YouTuber. So it's uh, so anyway, we've, we've started talking, and uh, anyway, we did this live, and like Drew were there. So she just like comes around the back and like, hello, Drew. And that was it. Well, and it yeah, and it's broke the, uh, it's broke the mystique, um, <laughs> whatever it is. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's what it is. So um, yeah, I like it. I like uh, the big guy. I like to bring all my friends in and it's, it's more like a soap with all the characters <laughs> coming in. I mean, the, can you remember Steve Wright in the afternoon? He's on BBC on Radio Two now, but he used to be on BBC Radio One, and he used to have all different characters coming in for his show. And as my channels developed, that's what I wanted it to be. I want people to enjoy, yeah, the part of my life, and I want them to enjoy what I've made. Yeah, does that sound right? I don't yeah, know no, I think. I get that. I get that. Like you. You've brought Unky Steve into it, and uh, for for the visually impaired, um, yeah. And it's just like little little strands, but people connect with it, and that's that's kind of what yeah. you alluded to earlier. Like you you weren't one hundred percent sure how you got to the point you were, but it's those things that have got you to that stage. Yeah, that, um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, and it, it's it's I'm dead. I'm dead proud of it. The fact that I've I've brought people in to enjoy this experience with me. You know, like the Kiwi next door is there, he's, he's there, and then I got Mitch the other day, and then I've got Chris and AD, and it, it's just it's just good that people want to do this with me. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite proud of what me and June have achieved, kind of thing. So. Yeah, yeah, you should be. So uh, I think I think that's a good place for us to to wrap wrap up the podcast today, Dave Blue okay. Van Man. I would like to say a, a massive thank you for coming on that weekly Penenka podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. Has there been uh, yeah? Well, are there any social medias or anything that you'd like to plug before we wrap up? Um, I've just all I've got is my Twitter page, which is Blue Van Man Four. And then my Instagram page, which is Blue Van Man YT. Um, that's about it, really. I, I've, I've got nothing. If I've got anything else, I can't handle it. My brain can't. Can't I, <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm not, I mean, 20 years ago, I was brilliant with all this stuff, but now it just goes over my head. Uh, it's, yeah, it's left with behind kind of thing. But uh, I mean, I've, I've just learned how to copy and paste on my MacBook. It was brilliant. He just highlighted the man. What is it? Command C and then yep. Command V to paste. And I, I'm going like this. It's like <laughs> I've just scored the winning goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But, but yeah, thank you once again for coming on the show. Uh, it's been been my pleasure. Uh, make it's sure been you... my pleasure, mate. It's been great. I like. I love this kind of stuff. If you if you need me again, just drop us a message and we'll sort some of this out. Super, thank you very much. Make sure you go and have a look at our website, which is www.thepenenka.co.uk. Uh, it's got all of our latest articles and stuff on there. The podcast will also be on there. 
make sure you find us on Twitter, Instagram, and all the social medias at underscore the Penenka. Um, but yeah, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Uh, I hope everyone's well. Obviously, we're now starting to come out of lockdown. So uh, yeah, hope, hope everyone's keeping well. Bye-bye. See ya.